0: Yo, Bry. So obviously you have the friends, and uh, you are one of my friends who have uh, crazy beach houses and such. No. Or you go to one, like you yes. don't have one, but 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 you know the friends that do, right? Yeah, I've known my one friend Connor for six years, and uh, he's gone to his beach house like a couple times because it's also located like where he lives. So it's not like crazy beach like like it, it it's just a little bit of a getaway. It, it it's not anything like super crazy in terms of distance, but mm-hmm. in terms of location, it's it's a beautiful spot. Bro, I just saw the stupidest sunset today. Like, my god. Like that and then the other day I ended up going to like my other friend's house. And I, why the hell do they have stairs down to the water and they don't fucking invite me like four weeks earlier? Like what the fuck? Like literally summer's over and they're just like, yo, yeah, now, now that we can't swim and everything, here's like a really cool beach houses. Like, yeah, like woohoo. It's like, wait, way to fucking cuck me. Like, holy shit. (laughs) Like, I love like going to it. Like it don't, don't get me wrong. I will never take it for granted because, holy shit, like, that shit's amazing. But guess what? Way to cuck me! Like, holy fuck! I could have been there, like, all the time! So, so yeah. Um, that was my TED Talk. Yeah,
1: no, nah, see, my thing with beach houses is um, Caroline, ha- her family has one, and then her grandparents have a gorgeous beach house. So, I go to those. And then, we yeah. I go on a vacation usually every year where we rent a beach house.
0: But we yeah, do I have my I, I, I have the the one house I've been coming to ever since I was little. That's the that's my uncle's. My but grandpa has a house like the, a little bit
1: outside of Bethany Beach, Delaware, but never been dang. to the Cape.
0: Yeah, Yo, you'll have to come out. I'll be I mean, I was
1: supposed to and then I got sick, so you know.
0: We'll figure it out. We both but yeah. So uh I want to see more beach houses, but uh Big Broke Boy ain't doing shit.
1: Hey, yo, welcome back to the High Kicks podcast.
0: Finger guns. We don't know where Chad is. Finger guns. And uh, by saying finger guns three times, that's saying where the fuck's Chad?
1: I like literally... we said we were going to record around 6, and then that just didn't happen. Carl, like he just said, got invited to watch a sunset. And then Chad just hasn't gotten back to us, really. Damn, my camera's tilted way poorly. Ah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Honestly, Chad has been very busy. He wasn't able to make it today. Uh, Yeah. But... You you got the two of us. I, I hope you like us still. Like we 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 we've been doing it for a little while. Yeah.
1: Man, you suck.
0: Yeah, that hasn't changed. We've been doing this shit for 3 years. <laughs> Holy shit. Um So, so do you want to talk about the prem or do you want to talk about fucking the, outside the prem
1: the prem we're because, going to prem first we're going prem first
0: okay yeah so um fuck man you um brighton beat the fuck out of us and it made it very apparent that we have large issues in the back obviously we were talking about that for weeks now but uh oh, really robbed. hasn't been able yeah like, Onana hasn't been able to settle at all. Uh, n- like, Casemiro is still good, but we don't have a second midfielder alongside him who's actually producing an Arambat Or... Amrabat. Amrabat. Yeah, I was just fixing myself, sorry. Amrabat. Fucking... Um, what are you apologizing for? You
1: always get his name wrong. It had nothing to do with you uh, adjusting it.
0: Hey, back. he's he's on my team. Like, fucking... I, I need to pronounce his name right. Like... Asuman, like, yeah, I know, I just, but it's Usman.
1: Well, that's not Obviously. just a running
0: joke. Yeah. But yeah, so, um, Man U still suck, Uh, so nothing has changed in terms of that. We ended up losing to Brighton 3 1. And, uh, what I wanted to say in regards to this was I mean, Milner you, you lost to a Brighton. is the first player to beat Man U on four separate sides.
1: You lost to Brighton also, like, Evan Ferguson
0: didn't come on the field until late. We got shit on by Brighton. We got yeah. demolished by Brighton. Like, if you want me to be honest, like we weren't on the same pitch as them. Like, it, it was really disappointing to see that sort of performance, especially for someone like, of course, we don't have title aspirations like at this point. Like, it, it's sort of like really taken us out of it at this point. And it's this early in the season. Yeah. Y'all just kind of suck. Yeah. Like for real. Liverpool.
1: Oh, we're balling dude. We're balling.
0: Yeah. I was about to say that midfield. Congratulations. You guys have made all the proper signings. We were actually talking about one thing and uh, I just wanted to bring that up. The, the Bruno being very overhyped and like, yeah, he is. uh, Because he is a Manchester United player, but he's still a top 10 cam in the world and What what do you say in response to that?
1: He's a top 10 cam in the world, except for when he needs to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So even though he's a top 10 cam.
1: Let me keep keep going. Let me keep going. But also, like, I was listing some other players who could potentially, you know, who are better. Like Jude Bellingham right now is playing as a better cam than Bruno. But Jude is not a pure cam. Like, there yes. are very few pure center-attacking midfielders yep. at this level. And not not that I'm saying creative midfielders, but center-attacking midfielders.
0: And such as Odegaard, such as uh, De Bruyne. Like, there's very few and far between, honestly.
1: But even Odegaard, like, can play as a regular center mid if you have to. Exactly. Like, Bruno can't. No. Like, he. not that he's bad. So can he's... De
0: Bruyne. De, De Bruyne used to be able to be a box-to-box, like, to a degree. Yeah.
1: Like, I think Bruno's good. I think he gets a lot of unnecessary hate. But I also don't think he's as good as most of the Manchester United fans crack him up to be. Yeah.
0: He's still the best player on our team. Don't, don't get me wrong. But... Yeah. So, moving on yeah, from is. abysmal is. and we we mentioned Liverpool who are in flying colors right now. Their attack is very interchangeable and Our have defense been is a little
1: a little iffy.
0: Shaky. Yeah, but um your attack has had the ball the majority of the time right now. You guys are really out possessing especially in the opponent's third, and it's really showing. So, congratulations for making the Sobasai signing and the McAllister. Because Jesus Christ, fucking man, you need them. Villa um, <laughs> versus Palace, Villabald. Um, congratulations!
1: Like, are you going through all the games? I was just gonna go over some important ones.
0: No, I just like Villa. Like, so I wanted to mention them because. Okay they balled a lot against palace like palace Mm. had a lot of chances of course with as a like being the forefront of it but
1: i still
0: were able to do it
1: i need to sit up for this one because i'm probably gonna end up making a clip out of what i'm about to say i need to formally apologize to richarlson carl i think you do as well
0: One fucking game, and he has. I understand that it's one game, but yes, the dude gets subbed on
1: in the 80th or 81st minute, assist in the 90 plus eight, or goal in the 90 plus eight, assist in the 90 plus ten, and Spurs win. So, Richarlison, we hit the hot kicks podcaster. Sorry, however, why don't you do that more? If you don't keep this up, the hate will continue. Yeah. But, no, like, like
0: you, you've gotten a lot of shit from us. Congratulations for a good performance. Like, you, you deserve the congratulations.
1: My favorite part um, about this was Son and what he did. Yeah. Just, like, stopping, pointing, celebrating, and getting everybody to look at Richardson.
0: Especially for a performance like that with the amount of time that he had. He was subbed on in the 80th. That being said, he was able to make the most out of his time. And my God, that header, it it was good. And then perfect placement in terms of an assist. You can't ask for better in that situation. He did all he can within that amount of time. And he was able to pull away a win for Spurs. Like, great game. Sheffield were playing a very good match up to that. So, congratulations to Spurs for being able to It looked to pull like that Spurs out.
1: were going to Spurs until they anti Spurs.
0: Exactly. Solomon, uh, you're balling. I-, I love actually watching you play right now. Kulishevsky, of course, balling. Madison, balling. Saar is able to get back and forth and really be able to put pressure on. The- this team's James scary Madison
1: right now. has been the best signing of the summer the so far.
0: Yeah. Like Jude Bellingham exists and James Madison is still a better signing just because of price and everything. Yep. Yep.
1: Dude. So before we move on to the Champions League, I want to no. talk. No, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I, I don't really need to talk about city and West Ham. They won. Newcastle. Oh, yeah. Brentford, whatever. But I want to talk. I was gonna say
0: Newcastle like looked a little better, but they're still just playing their scrappy style. So it's yeah. sort of annoying.
1: But I want to talk a little bit, not about their game, just about Lutton in general. Because
0: typically... You want to talk about Lutton. You don't want to talk about Chelsea just being a bot against Bournemouth or Arsenal barely scraping away.
1: Like... Because Arsenal hadn't won at um, Goodison in years. So, like, there's a mental aspect of that. And Chelsea suck. I'm good with that. Yeah. We can move on. Yep. Um... But I want to talk about Lutton because they are, people had them as like a surprise team this season. I think you did. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. But they didn't. I like them. But hear me out. So, what what I'm trying to say is they didn't typically, they didn't do the typical getting moved up into the Prem move. Like, they got moved up and they did not invest a crazy amount of money. They did not, whatever. They're like, it looks like they are trying to get their taste of Premier League experience before they go back down and dominate the championship and be like a seesaw club, before they can try and like make their stint in the Prem stay.
0: I think they'll be able to make the appropriate young signings in order to move forward, given that strategy. Like, yes. And I genuinely agree with you in regards to the way that Ludden is approaching this. They, they are not playing for wins a lot of the time right now. They are playing to be in the game. So that being said, when a team's not.
1: Well, no, I don't that, mean they're not playing for wins. I think they're playing to win, but I, I, think, I think
0: they are too. But what I mean is like, I think fucking, they're not they aren't like good enough.
1: Yeah. I don't think they're playing to stay up. I think they're playing for
0: experience. Exactly. Like yeah. they are playing to get the best play out of the players rather than being like, if you don't win, you're out of the squad type shit because when you look at a lot of these other first team sides like shit if if certain players on liverpool bought it out against wolves this weekend they aren't going to be in the side the following week like in london's case they are trying to develop these players into something that can be consistently played so it's a good strategy honestly right now because they aren't like you said, in any sort of conversation. They have not spent the money to be able to put pressure in any sort of chances. I just think that
1: they are gonna be like a seesaw club for a little bit while they try and grow and get the appropriate funds. Yeah. And then they're gonna do what like Forrest did last year and get promoted and spend a fuck ton of money. Yeah. But I... I think they're viewing this not as, like, a like a fun ride, but as an experience for where they want to be, but knowing that they're not perennial
0: prem quality yet. Yeah, no, because they just aren't. Yeah. Like, I, I love Ludden, and I put them where I did because it was funny, and I did it for the memes, but I, I didn't expect crazy things out of them. Also fuck you West Ham like like you're Not just Not even
1: that. The city are just good, dude.
0: No, but West Ham's just like good this season rather than being complete shite and I predicted them to be complete shite so like might be like That's fair. <laughs>
1: All right. Our favorite thing is back and we're moving on to talk about it.
0: Yeah, guess whose I, team isn't even fucking in this, you bot. And guess what, whose two teams actually played really good. I'll
1: see yeah, you in boys. the Europa League when I when we
0: eliminate you after you come in third. Um Bro, we are <laughs> going to body you in the goddamn Europa League because you're gonna play like no one of importance. And Depending then Symbia is just gonna body us.
1: <laughs> oh, that that's true. So looking at one, I would think I'm thinking about adding the Champions League intro as a transitional like sound, but I don't know if we get copyrighted for that. So I probably won't. Um, nice idea. Yeah, but. this All, all right, let, was,
0: let's get right into this. Let's get right was, into this. Let's stop bullshitting about the Champions I League. I did not like seeing Sandro
1: play for another side while at the San Zero.
0: 100% I 100% agree and guess what Newcastle played a fucking boring style against that Milan side. Pope well I had to not really they played their typical fucking like I thought so I didn't think Newcastle were like Weren't pressuring Jim and not watching no I was able to watch like a little bit at the end I turned it on at the gym okay so I watched the whole thing it's
1: not that Newcastle were playing their, like, sitting back and defensive or whatever. It's that Milan was down to their fucking throats the entire game. Yeah. Like, Newcastle wasn't sitting back. They were getting pushed back. This wasn't by choice. Okay. And Nick Pope, you are a monster. Yeah. He balled the fuck out. He balled the one. I didn't know he's thirty-one. Um but this was just a ridiculous game from him. He made like eight yeah. saves. This was his champions league debut. He made like eight saves. Um he stopped one point nine nine expected goals.
0: And the entire time Milan, like you're talking about, just looks super dominant. That's what I was saying in terms of like like Newcastle. Like, because I was able to watch from like the 70th on, and like yeah. it was just like really disappointing watching this Newcastle side that's a top four finisher last year in the yeah, prom and just then don't... just sort of look super underwhelming. It is I... like their first time in a while though.
1: Yeah, but they, I, And they were at the San Siro against AC Milan. Like, I think coming out with a nil-nil draw is an excellent showing. That's fair. Dude, Barca are really fucking good. Yeah. And you want to know who we're finally, I mean, it's been like two games, but who looks like he's found his comfort zone? Who? Joe Felix. Yeah. Dude, two goals and an assist against Antwerp. He he has been... He's He's been balling. He's balling. I mean, like I said, it's only been two games for Barca, but he's balling.
0: And Antwerp isn't like anyone where it's like, okay, like this is like a top five competitor within Europe, but Barcelona are playing to the degree that they should be playing to, and they're very impressive. Winning 5-0 is a great showing for this side, and everyone was able to get involved. So congratulations to Barca for just straight balling. Mm-hmm. Porto, you played a great fucking game as well. Um, just quick shout-out. They they were really able to dominate Shakhtar, so good for them. Uh, Man City, yeah. Julian Alvarez and Erling
1: Holland up top is not fair.
0: Yep. Dortmund looked um, flat. Dortmund looked awful, period. Like, it was really sad to say. They just did not look good. Uh, Leipzig looked flying like they did last year as well um, until they ended up playing City. Um, so we'll see what happens because... I didn't watch Feyenoord and Celtic all. at all, so
1: I can't really speak. I
0: didn't that. either, but uh, Feyenoord apparently dominated. Like, just straight dominated.
1: All right. Um, so before we move on to the next day, we have the absolute 100 Game 100%. of the fucking day. We have the moment of the season
0: in yeah, any league period. in whatever. So because it's only happened uh, once ever from a header, right? I don't know what the specifics of. I'm pretty sure can, it's only you one just ever. Look it up. And then look it up. You're on a computer. Um, no, I, I know it's only one ever. I just don't know how many it is in terms of the penalty one. So I don't want to say the other number.
1: Okay. There's only whatever.
0: one other time it's happened.
1: So Atletico Madrid were playing their typical Atletico Madrid style of scoring an early goal and then getting defensive because that's what Diego Simeon does. And Lazio in the 90 plus four brings up Ivan Providel, brings up their keeper, sends a ball in, ball pops back out. Ball pops back out. Another guy swings it in. There was four minutes of added time. There's 90 plus 419 on the clock. And this keeper runs through the middle, run. jumps up, and fires a perfect header past
0: o Literally, all the way across goal, perfect run to get to that position, fucking nails at bottom corner, no saving, instant tie of the game. Fucking Lazio, congratulations for one of the, the best goal in the Champions League this season.
1: I mean it. It was beautiful.
0: Yeah. I I just love all the different point of views like yep. that we're able to be captured within this one moment. If you yep. haven't had the chance to see it, please. Like I love some of these views. It, it's just crazy. Like the keeper, he he goes in the first time to try to make an effort on the ball. Sees that it's getting popped out, so it sort of runs back. Instantly starts running in once the dude makes contact for that fucking cross. Perfect run. Perfect header. Enough said. It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. I'm going to. I'm going to. What know what was not take, beautiful? What? Andre
1: Onana. All
0: right. I want to talk about another game. Because fucking fuck you. I don't want to talk about that one first. Um <laughs> Because the Lazio situation got me thinking about the fucking Real situation today. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ, Jude. It, congratulations. He's, inevitable. You're, he, he's you're, inevitable. you're doing it again and again and again. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Jude. You're, you're just so exciting to watch.
1: I saw something where apparently he said that he's 10 times the player this year that he was last year.
0: That shit, I'm seeing it.
1: It's ridiculous.
0: I didn't get to see uh, Galatasaray versus Copenhagen because honestly, if we're talking about the rest of the Real match, like they were playing very flat-footed and they were able to pull out in like the ninety seventh. So yeah, like, I'm not
1: gonna lie, I had a doctor's appointment today, um, and yeah. I had to take the train, so I didn't get to watch much, most of these. I saw some. So
0: clips. I was gonna say the Galatasaray Copenhagen like was just a good match overall. Uh, I didn't get to watch the game, but I watched the highlights and it, it was fun. Um. But very back and forth. Same with Sevilla Lenz, honestly. Um, I was a little surprised to see that. I thought Sevilla would be a little more dominant in this game. But Lens was really able to ball. Inter looked flat. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Inter just did not do anything that I thought Inter would be doing in this game. I really thought they would be dominating. Especially after
1: what they did to uh, Milan.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, bro, I expected domination within the midfield. I expected a lot of pressure from this side. And it was just underwhelming. Like, bro, I get it. Like. I mean, Sociedad scored and then played an excellent game. Yeah. But like. Holy shit. Like, come on, Inter. Like, you're supposed to be balling. Like, just disappointed by Inter's performance, especially based on Milan putting that amount of pressure on. But both of them drew. So, Yep. At um, the end of
1: the day, points are points. Exactly. So I Salzburg.
0: Will... Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean. Fucking surprise of the goddamn tournament real They're quick. They're just a talent. They're a talent factor. They're a talent factory, but, bro, fucking, like, you expect Leipzig to be the one to be like, oh, yeah, we're balling, balling. They dicked Benfica today, and I'm sorry to put it that way, but, my God, they played really good. So, yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: What a return to the Champions League for Arsenal. Like, for real. Yes. I- yes. And, like, PSV isn't a slouch, so... No. So first of all, we're, we're very cl- well, Odegaard's disgusting. Um, Trossard is disgusting as well. Saka is disgusting yep. as well. Yep. But we're very close to a 007 from Havertz, and I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah, he sucks. Yep. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it in terms of uh, terms of Havertz. That's the main thing. It's really sad to say, but like Chelsea fleeced fucking Arsenal with that one. But yep. then Brighton fleeced Chelsea. Yep. Like.
1: And Milan fleeced you.
0: Byron smacked us and then we were able to pull it back. <laughs> yeah, I want to heard- touch so it's so weird. like Napoli Napoli won. They were expected to win. It wasn't I, as dominant. I thought um, they should
1: have won by more, but yeah,
0: I was about to say like they definitely should have won by more, but very stop avoiding your damn game, huh?
1: Stop avoiding your damn game,
0: bro. I don't mind it because I knew Man You was gonna fucking lose. The fact that they scored three goals, holy shit! Yeah, but Onana sucks. You could have won this game. I know. That's the craziest thing. Onana sucks, and like, man, you could have drawn at least. Um, Onana was responsible directly for a goal or two. Like, one goal was a direct mistake, and then the other one, like, up their interpretation. Um, I was surprised. I was genuinely surprised. Like, I I know I was just talking about Man U playing complete shit uh, football, but it was really fucking fun to watch them versus uh, Bayern today. The first half makes you want to claw your eyes out. Like, let's all be honest. Like, Man U just didn't even, they weren't on the same pitch. Then, holy shit. The second half, we played the best football of our entire fucking season so far. Casemiro was able to sneak in a second one late, but like no man, you being able to put three goals against this Bayern side. Uh Harry Kane did score for Bayern too. Um so Kane's a monster. I'm, I I'm thinking the uh Komen uh like He's scored and is outweighing fucking the cane curse so we'll we'll see if that actually continues because the watch Kane curse is very strong there
1: his first year he
0: i would love it like that would just be so funny it would just mean tottenham really is cursed yep because watch like what's gonna end up happening is like they're gonna have like one injury throughout the season and even though we're like dick riding them right now because they're playing extremely well like, it's just going to completely turn around for him. You're... But also, like, Jesus Christ, Ten Hag, like, great job in the second half, but where the fuck were you in the first? Like, you you literally have the same strats as goddamn Ole. I like, think he was please, on set in
1: a Mr. Clean commercial.
0: Please fucking do something. Y'all just suck. But I'm also really happy to see Byron in this run of form. Like, even though we're saying that Man U sucked, like that second half from Man U was very good. So great to see it. Um, I'm hoping, Man U can do something in this tournament. And, yeah, Bayern are going to do something. God damn. But with the way that everything's sitting right now, it's after one match. Um nothing nothing really crazy. Like of course the group of death sitting over here, group F but nothing that's like out of this century in terms of this weekend. Besides the one, the one goal. Yeah.
1: You got anything you're looking forward to for next weekend?
0: For next weekend in the Prem. Holy fuck. Do I have anything to look forward to? Us losing to Burnley, probably. Yep.
1: I got I got you losing to Burnley. I got Man United Trey tweeting something about how it's gonna be a great weekend for you, and then y'all are gonna get embarrassed. Um <laughs> Uh I got the Liverpool West Ham game marked but North London derby on Sunday.
0: Yeah, that's actually going to be a lot of fun.
1: That's a big one. The first one in a while without Harry Kane. I'm really 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 excited for that match because uh-huh.
0: Arsenal looked
1: great but they've kind of crumbled against some of the higher level sides and that may
0: be one of the matches of the fucking year. Like period. It might be.
1: I I I will be awake for that game no matter
0: what. Yes. Yeah. Uh you, you won't watch that? Like on here? No, you just won't watch it. Well, yeah, yeah, we can watch it on here, but you won't watch it? Yeah. All right, easy. Uh, yeah, so me and Brian are going to watch it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we'll talk to Chad. Maybe we'll stream it. But yeah, exactly. that, that's all we got for you guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I know this was a quick one. It's a little but weird. The menu still without fucking Chad. sucks. Fuck. Yeah, we know. But it's a little weird doing this without Chad. Hopefully he's back yeah. next week. But we'll we'll catch you guys soon. Thanks for tuning in.
0: Peace. More finger guns. Peace. I just farted.